today. I am uh, Pastor Mike, and uh, I've got with me as my co-host here, Mr. Rick Saucedo. Rick is an accomplished author. Uh, he's written several books, uh, one of those being one by uh, a ghost wrote for our senior pastor, uh, Herbert Mays, called He, Me, and My Donkey, and uh, it's a pretty powerful story, and Rick's done a really great job of, of capturing the life of our pastor and putting it into words in a very easy-to-read format that Everybody who I've talked to the Reddit said has blessed him, and he's also authored another book by the name of Uriah. Um, and, and Rick, I would like for you to go into that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Uriah and about yourself here, and uh, and what you, what you got. Well, thanks for having me here, Mike. It's a pleasure to work on you with this uh, podcast. Um, well, I always thought the story of Uriah was intriguing, and um, I thought it would make a good story. To me, it unfolded like a Greek tragedy. Uh, you know, Romeo and Juliet, that style, uh-huh. you know. And so I kind of got the basic concept in the late 90s and actually started writing something down in around 2003. But wow. life got in the way, and uh, <laughs> it was a labor of love for 15 years. I finally got it done, and it was published um, last year. Wow. So it's a historical fiction, and it basically Second uh, Samuel, uh, the verses in there that talk about Uriah and Bathsheba and King David, the love triangle, and and um, how that all unfolded. Well, look, I, I think I see a future episode or two based off of this book as well in our future then. So um, that would be good. So, uh, you know, where can they pick that up, Rick, or any of your books that you've actually uh, published here? Uh, they're available online only. Uh, well, you, they can go to bookstores and order them, and okay. the bookstore can order them through Ingram Content and, you know, should be delivered within a week. Okay. Other than that, they can order it online. Okay. Uh, either at Amazon.com, BardsandNoble.com, okay. uh, and it's also available uh, in ebook. Oh, uh, and they can uh, when they go to Amazon, then you know, search the name of the book by they, author. Or? They can do that if they search by author, they'll get both books. Okay, and it'll come up more readily. Uh, and you got anything else in the the pocket there? You're working on something you're holding on to? I do. I'm working on a manuscript now, uh, which is a biography of a soldier that used to come to this church. He's no longer with us. He's passed on to glory. And um, but he he fought in the war of t- on terror, and um, it talks about how he his life was before his patriotism, and then uh, the impact that fighting in combat had on him and his family. Yeah. And it 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 shows in a more real way so that we can greater appreciate it the sacrifices the continual sacrifices that our veterans and their families undergo so we can have our daily freedoms and liberties which most of us take for granted right and that probably is probably i mean you you served in the military as well didn't you so not in combat but i did serve 12 years in the military he was still yeah even even if it's not combat you understand the sacrifices that were made and the the brotherhood of that so uh, Mm -hmm. i'm sure you probably bring a different point of view actually probably a more authentic point of view to that writing than say somebody like myself who never had the opportunity to serve Mm -hmm. the bible tells us there's no greater love right than uh, right someone who's willing to lay down his life for his brother and yeah. So, I, you know, I look forward to, to reading that when it comes out, too. But uh, anyway, I look forward to this. This is our first uh, actual podcast we're putting together here. So y'all can bear with us as we're, we're growing and learning as we're, we're putting this together. But um, I look forward to many, many more after this. But So today, Rick, we've we got, uh, we got our point of topic here we'll be talking about. And, I, and I'm pretty sure it's one of the most important things after salvation that can be discussed and mm-hmm. and that's the holy spirit right um 
and, and I'm looking here and uh, reading over some of our notes that we got here in front of us. It, most of what we're going to be pulling out of today comes out of the book of John and also the book of Acts. Looks like our two main yeah. books that we have coming out, right? Right. So, so Rick, uh, you know, explain to me what your perception is of the Holy Spirit and um, what's your take of, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit himself, what, what he has. Uh, I will tell you that my personal definition is not an object. The Holy Spirit is as part of the Trinity, mm-hmm. um, you know, alive and here with us and in us, uh, my personal thing. But, but explain to me a little bit about what you, your perception is. Yeah, I agree. The Holy Spirit is, you know, God expressed in three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, um, and we have we have an experience with the Holy Spirit where He's within us, but also upon us. There are two separate experiences that we have with the Holy Spirit. Um, the first one occurs during salvation, when He comes and dwells within us, uh, making us the temple of God, uh, children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is when He occurs at the baptism in the Holy Spirit, where he comes upon us, enduing us with power from on high, giving us special abilities for service and ministry. And we'll see some of those uh, special abilities as we read these verses. Well, see, that's a pretty powerful statement that you're making there. And I know that probably out in the world, that's not uh, all that well-received sometimes, you know, that you're, you're talking about two different instances uh, that actually pertain to one part of the Trinity, though. I, mm-hmm. I know that's, that's a, a point of... of debate amongst theologians out there it is a lot of denominations feel that when you receive the holy spirit in you during salvation that's it you know that there's no such thing as a baptism in the holy spirit because you've already received the holy spirit well good well you know i think the way that we always need to test these things is to take it to scripture right amen yeah that's the way it should be anytime we have something paul tells us to test all things and Take it to the scripture here. So, so let's get right into it. And uh, uh, the first scripture that we have here is from John 14. Is that right? Yeah. All right, John 14, and we're going to go through 16 through 18. Now, this is, is is related to the first encounter of the Holy Spirit. Well, a encounter. Um, okay. As we were talking earlier, it's not necessarily ah. the first. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we'll, and we'll get to that later. But um, it's. One encounter we have with the Holy Spirit, and it occurs at salvation. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read this verse here. through, uh, And we're reading out of the New King James for those of you who are, are listening or want to go back. Uh, you know, there's many different versions out there. Uh, some are a little bit easier to read than others. We happen to like the New King James. I think it sticks to uh, the original translation very well, but puts it into modern English as well. So I, I'm a big fan of that. But uh, Starting here, John 14, 16 through 18. And I will pray the Father, and of course this is Jesus speaking here. Uh, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. Well, I'm a big fan. That number 18, that, that verse 18 is big to me. You know, it just kind of shows exactly that Jesus, you know, God loves us, and that I think His main thought is always really for what's best for us. And when we're talking about the Holy Spirit and the reason why it was coming, I think this is really important that Jesus made that statement. It says, "Hey, I'm not going to leave you alone. Uh, I'm not going to leave and kind of set you out and let you defend for yourself on everything." And, and I, that's really promising to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, from somebody who's been let down 
you know, in, in life, you know, at yes. this point. So. Yes, so he, you know, he's sending us the Holy Spirit to, and it says here, to be with us and to be in us. Right. So um, the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us and will be with us always because Jesus is uh, back in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Holy Father with all power and authority given to him. So he's back up in, with the Father. And like you said, he didn't want to leave us orphans, so he asked the Father to send the Holy Spirit to be in us mm-hmm. and with us. Uh, you know, and, and I'm, as you're talking there, and I was thinking about that, and that's in you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's uh, sometimes we only concentrate or think about those things when it's maybe convenient or easy to remember. Like, you know, when you go into church, all right, the Holy Spirit's in me, you know, and he's with me then. But, you know, I mean, he really, he's, he's in you. Then when you go into the gas station. To pay for your fuel, or if you're sitting down at a restaurant to eat, he's 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 in you and he's with you at all times, and uh, that's that's really something to think about. Uh, that you carry him around wherever you go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and, and you got to think about how great somebody's love is that they want to be with you all the time. That's right. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you've been talking to my wife and kids, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right, man. You know, that's yeah. exactly right. Someone hanging out with me all the time, I get on their nerves. But God loves me so much, you know, he doesn't care. That's right. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Well, I'm really thankful for that. We're going to have a lot of enlightenment here. I can already see this working through. But All right, so this is the, the, the one of the... Uh, the the receiving of the Holy Spirit here is at salvation, right? So, uh, what about John fourteen verse twenty five through twenty six? Uh, says these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And dive into that a little bit for me, Rick. Well, we see here that the um, not only does the Holy Spirit live in us, but He's also going to teach us things. He's our teacher. He reveals truths to us. And also, he'll bring the word to our remembrance. Um, so those are some of the, the things that the Holy Spirit does as our helper, as our counselor, as our guide. Um, I, I do like to point out, though, it says bring to our remembrance. So you have to experience or encounter something first before you can remember it That's exactly right. so the you know the word won't come to your remembrance unless you read the word yeah so it's important that children of god are reading the word on a daily basis you know i can't i can't stress that enough i mean i was thinking reading you know when jesus said you know you not live by bread alone but by every every word that proceeded from the mouth right of exactly, god so yeah. i mean there's more to it than just um, coming in for a, a sunday sermon or maybe a wednesday night bible study uh, really, the true revelation or, or that I found in my life comes when nobody was around, to be honest with you. It was when it was just me and the Word or meditating on the Word that the Holy Spirit would be able to talk to me in that still, small voice that was louder than maybe life itself around me that, you know, we can allow it to drown out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're exactly right. Bring to remember. It's got to be in you. It's got to be in you. Uh, I... I, I my goal, my, my hope is, my pray is, is that we get this out to everybody and they get on fire for what God has to give them. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but just like most things, if you don't know it, you can't receive it. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't have it. So, Right. But uh, very good point. Very good point. All right. So in John 15 here, 
uh, it says, But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. Yep. So here uh, we see that the, the Holy Spirit uh, teaches about Christ, uh, convicts us about Christ, uh, glorifies Christ. So, you know, he will testify of Jesus. And um, to me, I see that as, like you said, we read the word, we ponder the word, and the Holy Spirit reveals the word to us, revealing a greater understanding of the Lord Jesus. Um, you know, it says no one can come to the Father lest he be drawn. Right. So that, you know, uh, I believe that the Holy Spirit testifies of, of, of Christ to everybody, drawing them through con- loving conviction. That's right. That's right. I agree with that. And I love how he's actually um, described here. You know, he calls him the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I, I can't stress the importance of that, too, is that, you know, he'll bring you into all truth if you'll allow him to. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, though, you know, you, you need to be in that word studying. And um, Exactly. Because, like you said, that one-on-one time with the Lord is where you can hear the truth. That's right. Because, you know, as Brother Billy taught the other day, um, even religious leaders can put a spin on things. That's right. You know, they have an agenda. That's they, right. You know, they're, they're pushing a certain uh, point of view. That's exactly right. But if you're reading the Word and the Holy Spirit is, is speaking to you and bringing to your remembrance and revealing insight to you, well, then that's the Spirit of Truth working on your behalf. That's right. And, of course, you know, the Holy Spirit's the ultimate teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no one better, right, than mm-hmm. the, the Holy Spirit. So, uh who was there at the very beginning of it all that, you know, now, as, as we just read, lives inside of us once we're, we're saved. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, that's, that's powerful. I love that statement of, or that, uh, that characteristic that was put into uh, a name form of the spirit of truth. All right, so uh, moving forward with that, then John 16 here, 7 and 8, uh, reads, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So one of the things here with this verse that, that I love is that Jesus is actually telling us that, you know, and he's talking to the disciples here when he's, when he's putting this out there. He's saying, hey, it's to your advantage. And, and I can only imagine after being with Jesus, watching the miracles, listening to every word he spoke with such authority, right? I mean, you, you know that he is the Messiah, and you're being able to be six inches away from him. You can, you can touch him and love on him. That idea and thought that he would no longer be with you, man, I, I would almost be devastating to me if I was in one of the disciples' shoes. And, and Jesus says here, but it's to our advantage, and really he's talking not just to disciples, obviously he's talking to us as future believers that hey, this is more advantageous because when he goes, the Holy Spirit comes. And what an advantage that is, right? Mm-hmm. right. I mean, we've gone from a single, a single encounter with one individual to having the Holy Spirit live in all of us mm-hmm. all the time. All over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Pretty powerful. And then we also see here that another... Uh, function of the holy spirit here is to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment well that's big that's big i can i can i can remember you you saying that and i can remember back here in sermons when 
If I was to look at the preacher, the preacher seemed like he was trying to convict me, right? I mean, that's, he right. was trying to convince me that yeah. I was the sinner yeah. and almost kind of browbeat me to death. Yeah, you know? you're looking up and goes, how does he know? How does <laughs> that's he right. know? That's right. That's right. That's right. When, when really, you know, it's that Holy Spirit in us that uh, is really kind of drawing us to that, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Convicts us of our sin, compels us. You know, reveals to us our need for righteousness, yeah. and, and the only way to obtain that righteousness is through embracing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right, man. That's uh, and, and that's the key. That is the key yeah. because you can't you can't know that you need to be saved until you are convicted and convinced that you are lost. Right. right. You know, and and more often than not, we're not going to listen to a, a fellow human being. Right. Right. You know, it's got to come from a higher being. Well, most of the time we go, well, what do you know that I don't know? Right. I mean, yeah. Well, or really. Or remember back when when you did such and That's such. Exactly how dare right. you judge me? That's you know? exactly right. Well, I saw you. Yeah. You know, you looked angry the other day, or what happened? You're exactly yeah. right. And, yeah. Uh, right. That, that's a that's a really good point, Rick. Yeah. But and and then also finally, um, you know, he uh, convicts the world of judgment. You know, we're all going to be judged. And you know, w- what would you rather hear? Well done, good and faithful servant. Or you know, depart from me. I do not know you. Without trying to get into a rabbit hole here with this on, on the judgment piece here, um, you know some people there's a there's a popular concept out there right now in the world that the judgment has already happened. Okay, and, and and I'll explain this a little bit that they think that Jesus died on the cross for everybody, and so everybody is automatically saved. It's called universalism, from my understanding, right? Mm-hmm. But so you know, I, I'm not of that uh, theology. I don't. I don't agree with that at all but i know that it's popular out there but doesn't this kind of speak to that i mean it does because why would jesus say he will future tense convict of judgment if his crucifixion was going to take care of all judgment that's right that's a really good point yeah and then he also said you know the the gate to uh hell was very wide and a multitude enter in that's right the gate to heaven is very narrow and pressure filled and few enter into it um so that kind of how can everyone be saved if a mul- the multitude's going through the gates of hell? You know, it's a it's a good counterfeit for the gospel, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. what the devil's come up with. Is, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about it. Don't 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 even read into anything else. You're all good. Everything's okay. You're going to go to someplace great. You know, it's the it's really it's um, that false gospel, man, and, and mm-hmm. people are buying into it left and right. Unfortunately, yeah, and it, it kind of it's a gospel based on you know Jesus paid the price for your sins you're good enough to go to heaven yeah you know you're good enough yeah but it's not your righteousness you know that's going to get you into heaven it's wearing his righteousness that's right that's exactly right and that's a that's a and if we think back if you were to look at your own life uh, nobody could tell me that they have succeeded in every single thing that they've done either you know we constantly mm-hmm. fail we fail because we're not perfect i mean we're not we mm-hmm. we, we have that sin nature that that we're, we have, you know, that we're born into with that until mm-hmm. until we become a new creation with that. But anyway, I just wanted to, I know we went down a little rabbit hole there, but mm-hmm. I, the judgment piece is big to me because mm-hmm. there is going to come a day when every knee shall bow. I mean, you know, there's going to come a day when you're going to have to see if your name is written in that land's book of life. Right. I mean, and that's, that's that wasn't 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's going to be at the second coming, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, part of salvation is embracing Jesus as Lord and Savior. Right. Everybody wants him as Savior, 
How many people actually have him as their Lord of their life? Well, that's, and that's, that's a powerful statement. So every thought, and let me go a little deeper with that. That's right. Every thought, every movement, every action that we make should be geared towards God being number one in our life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it should be. And if we do that and we live that life for him, your life naturally is enhanced a thousand times better than what you could ever do putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of it, and this is a small version, lower context, but I even think about it in my own marriage, right? I put my wife before myself, my marriage is a whole <laughs> lot better than if I put my myself before my wife, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is on a smaller scale, but mm-hmm. it's the same concept. When I put God before me, and everything that we do towards God, His will towards us is to bless us. That's what He wants to do. He, he wants us to be victorious in life. And so if we'll look at Him and go towards Him in everything that we do, move towards Him, think towards Him, we'll be moving in the right path that will keep us away from all these other things that mm-hmm. pretty much beat us up. Yeah. Well, folks, that's all the time we got for today. Thanks for joining us, and tune in next time for more here on the Red River Rising. Have a great day, and God bless.